Welcome to the Aspieland Podcast. I'm your host, John Allen. Come with me on an adventure into the world of Asperger syndrome, also called autism spectrum disorder. Everyone is welcome here, whether you have the disorder or you're interested in learning more about it. We're here to help you understand, share, and relate. We're just about to get started, so come on in. Welcome once again to Aspieland. I'm your host, John Allen. You know, a lot of folks have asked us, when my wife and I do podcasts together, why we giggle and laugh a lot. Well, <laughs> that's because we have a lot of fun, and I'm not joking about that. We really do. Here, here's an example while we introduce our next podcast. Here we go. Greetings, and welcome to Aspieland. Oh, my spoke. Oh, well, I... we had a lack of communication right here at this moment. <laughs> Greetings, and welcome to Aspieland. Yeah, maybe we should start again. <laughs> Greetings and welcome once again to Aspieland. Yes. So what you what's I'm your just... Greetings and welcome to Aspieland. Happy 2022, everyone. That's my wife Kathy. Is that right? 2022. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's my wife Kathy. <laughs> yes. Here, possibly a little confused. That's my wife, Kathy. <laughs> yes, we're here for a new year. <laughs> well, we're here to talk about our experience and how it might affect your experience. Yes, and obviously, <laughs> we, we need to work on it. Um... Okay, well, there you go. I just wanted to let you know that we were really genuine about what we do, and all of the things we have to say and talk about are things that are really going on with the two of us. Let's get back to the program as it really should be. This is a podcast for everyone, whether you are neurotypical or whether you have Asperger's Syndrome Autism Spectrum Disorder. The idea here is to learn about each other and learn to accept one another by looking at life through each other's eyes. If you're someone who has Asperger's Syndrome and Autism Spectrum Disorder, we want to help you learn how to navigate the neurotypical world and those who are around you. If you're neurotypical, we'd like to help you learn what the Aspie life is all about. And by learning to understand and accept each other, we make the world a far, far better place. If you're new to the podcast, please know that you're very welcome here. And we appreciate the fact that you've come on board and you're listening. We have a lot of new listeners from all over the world. We're heard in over 20, 20 some countries. I can't remember the last count, but it's quite a few. And uh, we're real happy about that because that means more of you are getting some help. And that's our hope is that we're helping you out and helping you learn to accept one another. So something that's kind of come up, I think we've touched on it a teeny weeny bit before, is that some of our neurotypical listeners that are in relationships feel like they're having to initiate the emotional give and take. And part of that comes from the feeling by the neurotypical, at least that's how we're receiving this, is that the Asperger side of the relationship has shut down. Mm -hmm. uh, say we're carrying a conversation, Kathy and I, mm -hmm. and she's talking and it looks like I've checked out. Yes. And so automatically she assumes the conversation is over. She walks away because I'm not talking. Right. And then right. I answer the question that she just asked me, but she's not in the room. So I assume that the conversation is over simply because we don't understand how each other processes things. 
one of the things that has been helpful but hard to navigate is how the processing that you have to go through when we are having communication of any sort. Because as neurotypicals, we filter so much of the environment, I I don't think about the fact that the lights are bothering you and the car across the street that's revving the engine's bothering you and the television or whatever, you know, and the heat kicked on. And so you have a lot of things that you're navigating. I forget or I don't give leeway for your time to process. And it comes across as though... You've shut down. John has left the building. Thank you and good night. You know, because I don't know, because I don't read your mind yeah, that right. you're processing. Exactly. It's like, oh, I'm exactly. processing, you know. So it, it appears to me that you've, you're disengaged. And that's happened a lot of times. And we have to say, too, that we have a little family dynamic that may not be unique to us, but we, we do notice it is that, and I'm bad about this, is that I will start to say something and walk into another room while I'm saying it. That happens a lot. So I have a choice. I can either wait until she returns and ask her, what did you say? Or I can get up, walk into the room, and say, I'm sorry, I didn't get that. That's just, like you said, it's a family dynamic. It's just the way it it happens. We do. And it happens to us a lot. But the other part that you were talking about, the thinking that, you know, I've checked out and I'm I'm processing because I'm thinking about what you said. Right. And I have to take time to process that. That is common in Asperger's syndrome and autism spectrum disorder. It's very common because you need time to assess what is being said. What you're being asked, the chances are, because she's neurotypical, she is asking in a neurotypical way. She's using neurotypical language. Is it the type of words I'm using or the vernacular or the nuances? It's, yeah, it's everything the... together because we don't, <laughs> All of if you don't talk to us in straight A plus B plus C kind of language, we don't get it right away. We have to sit there and sift through it and try to say, okay, what is she really saying because we not only talk in a straight line we listen in a straight line Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so if you're talking in neurotypical ease if you're talking in that language with all the nuance and phraseology and all that stuff yeah i won't fully understand it and then i need time to sit and process that and in the time it takes to process i'm going silent Yes. I'm getting better at recognizing that. Yeah. And I think what's been helpful is us talking about it. But also, I am trying to learn to be more direct instead of assuming you're reading my mind. I'm trying to be very specific in what I ask and keep it to the point, the task, keep it to the issue at hand. Yeah. That you can hear me better when I'm more succinct and to the point. Yes. First of all, not coming out attacking, which is really just a good for any relationship, honestly, and when you're not uh, coming out with all barrels. Especially when I come home from work. Yes. Because when I come home from work, I'm still in work mode. Mm -hmm. And work doesn't, I don't communicate the same way in work the same way I do at home. 
Well, that's, but that can be an issue for some people on the spectrum. You're in your work mode and you just keep work mode going. Right. When you get home, it's like, oh, wait, there's a relationship here that is different. And it has been suggested that for you to be able to take time to be able to switch gears and become in relationship mode. Right, right. I mean, because it's like having a time to decompress. Yes. And to kind of just. Flip the switch. Yeah, flip the switch, turn it off <laughs> well, for like, five, ten minutes, right. whatever it takes. Or dial the knob. Right, <laughs> yeah. and, and then just kind of shut things down for just a bit now. But you can't let it stay there. You yes. have to come back out yes. of your do-nothing box, and you have to come out of that <laughs> mm-hmm. and say, okay, I have, a, I have a family, I have a wife, I have children, whatever, that I need mm-hmm. to take care of as well. Time to get out, and let's engage with that. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that right after work because you're still, you're in a whole different mindset mm-hmm. at work that doesn't apply mm-hmm. at home. And if you try to a- apply things at work the same way you do at home, it doesn't mm-hmm. work at all. So what I do is when I come home, I take a shower mm-hmm. because that gives me time. I'm by myself. I'm getting all the work stuff <laughs> washed off of me, mm-hmm. as it were. Then I can come out refreshed Mm -hmm. because I'm ready to now, okay, Mm -hmm. I can engage with you now because Mm -hmm. I've had time Mm -hmm. to decompress. Mm -hmm. So the idea is learning to amp up on the the emotional side of the relationship because in your profession, you, you have to interact with people to a point, but your stuff is mainly equipment. And equipment doesn't fuss at you. And equipment doesn't, I mean, it may have breakdowns. It but doesn't It doesn't walk out of the room right, while you're talking. It, yes. <laughs> True. So, and it's, it's, it's a comfortable, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it might have difficulties with it, but it doesn't carry the emotional interplay. Unless you're getting mad at the equipment. That's on you. That's not on the equipment or whatever. But the equipment but... still doesn't talk back. Yeah, exactly. I can be mad at it. Yeah. And I can yell at it and nothing happens. Exactly. There's no consequence. Yes, exactly. I think this was something that was helpful that you had said. When you get home and other times when you're feeling really overwhelmed and exhausted, you just stop the train. I want to get off. Five minutes is all I want is just five minutes of quiet. And you need that time. I'm and if you have questions for me, you're going to wait until I get home. Right, exactly. To ask them. So you're right. ready to ask me questions, and I'm ready to shut down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Kind of. Yes. So in this regard, we've had to, as we've, and this is something John and I've been chit-chatting about, is the sacrifice that is in relationship. If, you, if you're going to be in a relationship, you don't have to be. But if you are, there's going to be sacrifice with it. There. Mm-hmm. And one of those things, and we did touch on it before. This is kind of a big deal, though, because I know some of the neurotypical partners have shared is the partner spouse has gotten to an overwhelm point and they they literally leave, walk away and leave. They'll do a drop the mic statement or whatever and walk out. And yeah. it's like, ah, you know. <laughs> Where are you going yeah. and why? Yeah, and... The partner that's on the spectrum, spouse that's on the spectrum, is maybe feeling over the top. It's hitting somewhere emotionally, and that's why there there's an oh, exit, yeah. like an exit strategy, and you're like, yeah. whoa, yes. wait a minute, come back there. <laughs> and and when that kind of thing happens, when you are over the top, yes, those of us with Asperger's syndrome and autism spectrum disorder will just stop. 
Yeah. Because we have to drop it (laughs) and stop because we don't want to have a meltdown and we don't want to have an argument. But I need some time to just collect myself, you know, and that's hard to, that's hard to express. It's hard for me to say, I'm feeling emotionally stressed right now. Yeah. Can we finish this conversation? Now, that sounds good. Yes. But but the problem is actually doing it it. (laughs) is a whole nother ball game. Exactly. Uh, Because you have to get up the idea of expressing emotion. Yes. And those of us with Asperger's syndrome, autism spectrum disorder, also have a lack of an ability to process emotion in a way that we can communicate it. Mm-hmm. There's a difficulty yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, there's a real difficulty in getting the words to match the feelings mm-hmm. because we have feelings. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We have lots yeah. of feelings, mm-hmm. but sometimes we just don't let them out because we don't know how. Mm-hmm. We just don't have that mechanism to put the word to the sense, and it just kind of gets in the way of the communication right. that we're trying to have on an emotional level. Right, right. Yes. So we just as soon say nothing. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't help you. Right. But that's something that can be some couples do with signals or whatever. We haven't really worked that out. We're still. No, but yeah. nonverbal cues are an issue. Yeah. Because can't you see that mm-hmm. I'm upset or can't you see mm-hmm. that I'm doing. Well, no, no. I can't. <laughs> and it doesn't. Now, are you talking does, about me to you? Yes. Or, yes. Oh, if okay. you're talking to me and saying. Why can't you see that I feel this way or that way? Mm-hmm. I, no, I can't. Mm-hmm. I have no way of gauging that. I don't get a ver- nonverbal right. cue or a body language mm-hmm. cue. Or, yeah. That's all <laughs> gone. It yeah. just doesn't, it, it isn't there. Mm-hmm. And if I can't relate to it, it doesn't exist. Okay. And that's the way the Asperger mind works. It just doesn't exist. And so you have to express it in a way where I, okay, I'm getting what you're saying. And that's hard because there's a lot of byplay that has to Mm -hmm. happen with that. Right, right. And I think what's key here, too, is, okay, you need your break. Go take your break. But we need to come back and address it and not let it go to la-la land. Right. And I think that's been an issue. It's like, oh, good, we're not talking about it. We don't ever need to talk about it again. No. We need to readdress it when you come back from your decompression. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's so... Or or when, or just like we said, when you're saying, can't you see that I do this, I have to come back from that. Yeah. Well, and it doesn't even have to be a confrontational moment. Because what's happened, although we, we do have to recognize that sometimes when we're, our emotions are getting poked, we react, and that's fair, that's human, okay, and something is might be ouchy, and it, it's hard to be able to be honest and say, you know, that hurts. I, it, it, maybe you intended to come across, maybe you didn't, but it hurts. It hurts when you leave, if I don't know why you're leaving. It hurts if you say nothing, because, mm-hmm. and then it, it can be, it can be difficult for you to say, ah, this hurts and I need to back away. Can I come back in a half an hour or whatever? I mean, and you know, it's hard because life is happening and sometimes people and don't have the luxury of yes, lots that, of time. That's to, true. And also for the person with Asperger syndrome and autism spectrum disorder, if I leave the room, go in and do my special thing or play a game or do yeah. something to, to kind of decompress yeah. for a minute or two, 
I have to give myself some kind of a timer yeah. to come out of that. Because mm-hmm. I may sit in that little special well, thing, your, your box game, there. Game on your iPad, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. And right, it's like, and I oh, may stay there and get hooked on it. And then all yeah. of a sudden, that conversation is miles away because yeah. I didn't come back from right. it. And one of the things we talked about was if I'm doing some special interest thing, yeah. okay, yeah. you knock on the door after, say, 15 minutes and say, um, you know, we were talking about some stuff. Do you want to come back out or you need some more time or mm-hmm. something like that to kind of, right. because if I'm not cognitively, cog- cognizant, cognitively, oh, whatever, if, if I don't know <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that I'm, I'm stuck, yes, then I won't come out. Well, and, and that's okay. And that's fair to say that. Thank you. And this is where where a neurotypical partner spouse can be like, oh my gosh, I'm the one that's going to have to pull them out of the room instead of, you know, so sometimes it gets, I'm just verbalizing the fact that sometimes that gets frustrating. I I get the feeling like, why do I have to do everything on the emotional side of the relationship? So it's been good to learn and not judge you for saying that you don't have any feelings because it's not true. It's just your mode of bringing forth the information is like you had talked about in the last podcast, different language almost. Yeah. We're, we're, we're like speaking a different way because uh-huh. our brains are working differently. Not a bad thing, just a thing. We'll go into it in detail, far more detail next time around because we've actually run out of time uh, to work on this one. So in the meantime, if you would get on the website, aspieland.org, cruise around, take a look. We've changed a few things. I really would appreciate if you would subscribe. Rate and review. Yes, rate and review (laughs) on your podcast provider. Mm -hmm. And then subscribe on my website because those are two different entities. And it only takes a minute or two, and then, hey, you can move on with the rest of whatever you're trying to do. And we've said it before, but we don't take your time lightly because we know time is an investment, and we appreciate and feel honored for all of those of you who take the time to listen, send comments and emails, and we just really appreciate you all. And having said all of that, we'll see you next time. See you next time. In Aspieland. Thanks for listening to the Aspieland Podcast. If you like this podcast, pass the word. This podcast is for everyone, whether you have Asperger's syndrome or not. Because the more who listen, the better our opportunity to become more sensitive and compassionate, not only to those who have the disorder, but to all humankind as well. Thanks for visiting, and I hope you'll listen again. <laughs>